Welcome to the SOS Church Stockholm podcast. We are an international church in the heart of Stockholm that meets every Sunday at 12 p.m. at Drottninggatan 81. The celebration is in English with translation into Swedish, Farsi and Spanish. Our vision is to be a church that is for all people and to all nations living the Book of Acts kind of life in Stockholm and to the ends of the earth. We hope that this week's message will challenge and equip you to live a strong life together with Jesus. Uh, and so I'm um, 44. I'm 44 years old. Yeah, <laughs> strong 44 years old. Yeah, and look at my wife because the other day I said I'm 43. And she's like, no, you're 44. It's like, ah. I, st- I stopped counting when I got 30. <laughs> just like 31, 32, just like past. I have three wonderful boys. Two of my sons is here. Moses, Leon is here, and Milo is helping with the kids. I'm the smallest man in the house. <laughs> Once upon a time, I was the strongest, the biggest, the best. Now I'm the smallest, the weakest, still the best. <laughs> <laughs> it will always be like that, <laughs> as long as I should live in my house. <laughs> no, but I'm, uh, I'm hap- happy married, beautiful kids, and um, yeah. some people ask me, like, oh, do you have social media? Can I follow you? Where can I see you? The thing is that I work with security, and because uh, I work with high-value uh, uh, jewelry, I choose not to be so much in social media. So that's the reason why you, you don't find me that, uh, that easy. I hope so, at least. <laughs> uh, on social media, I try not to uh, post so much on my Instagram or Facebook. I don't have Facebook anymore. So that's the reason. So if you, if you really want to hear me, you, you should come to church live. <laughs> because here is where it happens. <laughs> here is where things really go down. <laughs> Um, I have preached uh, the message of Jesus for now 20, 22 years. I've been preaching the gospel of Jesus. I got saved when I was 17. I, I have planned, uh, been part of planting two churches and uh, been working together with Johannes for most of my Christian life. And uh, SOS, this is what you see here, is a movement around the world. Um, we needed to cut off some churches in India because they were too big. For some years ago, there were 350 churches, and we say, hey, guys, you don't need us. <laughs> you can stand by your own. So this movement is international, so it's a, it's, it's a, it's a growing movement all around the world. And the founder of a, a SOS is Johannes and Maria Ambritzer, one of my best friends. But uh, I have the privilege to preach today. Uh, uh, yes, yes. Pastor, Pastor, thank you, thank you. I paid them to do that. So that <laughs> I'm not just kidding. Uh, my, the pastor, the lead pastor, uh, Christopher Frember and Eli Frember, they asked me to preach. So I, it's a privilege for me. I'm, I'm, I'm not one, one of the pastors in the church, but I'm one of the founders of the church. So, so. I, I'm, I'm happy that I can still uh, uh, able to preach. Yeah, don't, don't get confused that I'm not a that I'm not a pastor of the church. Doesn't mean I'm I'm leaving Jesus. <laughs> Some of you are like, are you not a pastor? 
I still love Jesus very much, <laughs> very, very much. And I have the privilege to share this gospel. So uh, you have a theme uh, this, uh, uh, this month, uh, I think it's this whole month, uh, that is uh, Forgot Religion, Find God. Um, and uh, it's funny because it's a paradox. Most people who are not Christian or believers, they see everything as religion. So when, when you say, you know, uh, forget religion, find God, it's like, it's not God a religion? Like, like it, sounds, it sounds contradictable it's because it's kind of like a paradox. If I was not a believer, if I, if I was not believing in Christ or anything, and somebody would say to me, you know, forget religion, find God. I, w- I will be confused. Like, how will I find God without a religion in the term of not being a believer? Are you getting what I'm saying? So it's easy to say for us Christians, we understand what we mean. And I would try to explain to all of us, no matter if you are a Muslim, a Christian, an atheist, a, a Buddhist, or a painter, or a breakdancer, or <laughs> ID computer, whatever you call yourself, I would try to navigate through this paradox, and, 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 uh, and, um, and we will find God. That, like, that's, the, that's, that's, the, I mean, that's what my pastor asked me to do. Can you help them to come to that point? So I will do my best. And if it happens that you are getting bored, fake it. <laughs> Just fake it like this is awesome, okay? Just to help me out. Uh, you know, if you're like, oh, you have fallen asleep, you know, you're feeling like, you know, your eyes, are, you are seeing three of me instead in front of you, you know. You know what I mean when you're really tired? You know, when I was, when I was little, I really want to watch the movies with my father. When I, Bruce Lee, 9 o'clock, Friday night. And I really fight. I saw four Bruce Lees in front of me. <laughs> so if that happens to you, fake it at least, you know. Shake your head forward like, yes, Wow. And, and put a fake smile, you know, like, at least I will feel I'm preaching good. So, so and, and it's completely okay during the message to turn to your neighbor and say, he's good. <laughs> Even if you don't understand what I'm saying, just, you know, because that will create a good environment. Can we all agree in this? Yeah, okay, good, good. Then we are, we are. So, um, one more time, welcome all of you. And um, so today's message I'm going to talk to you about something I've been thinking when they asked me to preach about this. And my message for today is we and them. We and them. You know, it's a, it's a human reaction. No matter where I go, I try to count how many countries I've been to. I've been in Africa, I've been around Europe, in Latin America. And everywhere I go, it's fun because everybody speaks about we. We are like this. Swedes are like that. They are like this. Latinos are like that. We, at least as Latinos, we are very, very easily offended, you know. We, we, we cry very easily. And we laugh also very easy. And when it comes to party, you got to have Latinos. Because then you will have a party. That's that for sure. But that's how we are. And, and that's a human thing. No matter where you go, if you, wherever you come from, Russia or uh, Middle East or Africa, wherever you come from, whatever part of the world you come you will, you will say, we are like this. If I will ask to the Persian how they dance, they will tell me we have the best dance. Uh, we, we have the best food. True, huh? 
Yes, yes. And then I would go and I would go to the ask an Iraqi man. Like, you know, they would say he would say the same thing. I have the best food. Da, da. Swedish are not so proud of their food, though. <laughs> yeah, meatballs, you know, like ah, you know. Ah. Swedish are a different people, you know. They they are like when you ask them, tell me about Sweden. Ah, I know Sweden. Ah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but deep in their heart, the Swedish know. We are, we are better. <laughs> I love that. I love that about Swedish. Like, and, and other culture, we like to, to, to boast about everything we know. You know, we love, you know. At least in my, I can speak about my country so nobody get offended here. In my country, we are all electricians. We are all mechanicals. We, we, we all know how to build a house. Everybody knows. Can you build a house? Oh, yes, of course course <laughs> and you ask a, a Swedish guy you know he had been like you know playing the piano for 25 years you know he's a professional and you ask do you play piano yeah you know yeah. <laughs> different people you know just different and, and all oh, oh, wherever we go you 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 go to Italian uh, to, to Italy and you communicate with an Italy he will speak to you <laughs> bambino Oh, and you will see them like the hands and everything. And what do you mean? And you will have a deep conversation with us with a Swedish and like, aha. Yeah. And I mean, oi. Oh, they were interesting. You know? I, we, me and my wife, we talk about this, you know, because sometimes when I'm preparing my message. I say, honey, I have a message, and then I give it to her, and she sits very calm, very like, you know. <laughs> and I try to say to my wife, honey, I need, I need expression. <laughs> uh, I, I, and she say, but honey, I want to listen to exactly what you have to say. Different people, you understand, different. So we are kind of like, don't hear what I'm saying, just like shout, wow, it's amazing, <laughs> whoa, woo. What did Walter say? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't remember. So we, 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 we are like that as human beings. No matter where we go, no matter where, what we do, we are like that. The funny thing is, or the great thing is that, I don't know if it's funny, great, good. I didn't really like, didn't know which word to use when it comes to what I'm going to say right now. But when, when Jesus came and, 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 and died for us with a message of this is how much I love you. He died on the cross showing the world this is how much, much I love you. I died for you. This is the Christian message. I died for you. I forgive you. I give you a second chance. That is the Christian message. When he died, he, did, he never thought the plan was not that, oh, we will be we and them. The first 300 years, the first 300 years, it was not Orthodox, Catholic, Pentecostals, uh, uh, Lutherans, uh, uh, Coptic, Orthodox, uh, uh, Word of Life, Hillsong, uh, SOS Church, uh, uh, God of Miracle. Like you know, it was not different churches. The first, the first two hundred years, they all said, "I follow Jesus. I'm a Jesus follower." That's how Christianity started. So many times when people come to me, atheists, not atheists, Muslims, whatever, they, like this, they say, which Christianity is the real one? And I, you know, itch my head and I say, can we go back, you know, like 
2,000 years. And because there is, it was a faith that started 2,000 years ago that was only we. You with me? It was not we and them. And I would love to speak about that faith. So we need to transport ourselves 2,000 years back because the real faith in Jesus Christ is not based on either who do you follow or which church do you go to. It's based on have you met Jesus? Are you here? And have you met Jesus? That's what makes the big difference to everything. And when you met Jesus, it's not anymore where do you go to, which church do you follow, or which preacher do you hear. It is that your heart has been changed. And when your heart has been changed, then everything has changed. But in the time of Jesus, it was, a, it was, a, it was a, a group of people that called themselves. Yeah, I had some, some, uh, some examples of we and them. Barcelona, Real Madrid, we all know which is the best team. I will not mention it, so, I can, so otherwise we create division, division in the church directly. But we all know Barcelona is the best. <laughs> I didn't want to say it just came like straight out like that. <laughs> um, politics, people get easily offended nowadays, if, no matter if you, what, like what side are you or, you know, like all different ideologies. It's funny uh, because the more the time passes, the more we become we and dumb. The more the time passes, we become, we don't, they are like this, we are like that. And we still want to unite society. And we still speak about, you know, caring for a society. But it's difficult to, to care for a society when we are divided. So it was some people that I don't think they were so many different, so much different from us. And, and they called themselves the Pharisees. The Pharisees was, they read the same Bible as Jesus. The Pharisees believed in God as Jesus. The Pharisees, they say themselves following God as Jesus. So, so they were similar but still different. They were, they were similar to what they say they believed in, but they were different. And when, and when we jump into the scripture, we jump into some areas where Jesus confronts the Pharisees. Are you with me? Yes. Tell your neighbor, this is good. This is good. Thank you. And wake the one who is sleeping. They tie up a heavy, cumbersome loads and put on the other people, people's shoulder, but they themselves are not willing to lift a finger to, to move them. He says, Oh, to you, he says, Oh, to you, teachers of law and Pharisees, you hypocrites, you clean the outside of the cup and dish, but the inside are fully of greed and self indulgence and, and, and I think like, like, like any other person, I think that the most important we want to show is the outside. So mo most, of the, most of the thing in every ideology, I think we always try to present the best of it. The best of what we believe in is good. And, 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 we, and we discuss and we contradict and everything. But the message of Jesus doesn't start with the outside. The message of Jesus starts first with the inside. And we all know and we hear over and over again that, yeah, if, you, if your soul is good, then everything is fine. But, but in, in most of the theories, in most of the ideologies, we need to climb up to something. We need to get better to some things. We need to come to a point 
where we like just develop and get better, and then we will come, we will reach nirvana. <laughs> we will reach something that is like, oh, now I'm reaching the level when I am completely in balance and all good, and I'm walking like in balance in my life and everything. The difference with all different religions and ideologies is that you got to climb to become better to become something. But when it comes to Jesus, he came down to us, and he healed us, and when he heals us, we can walk and follow him. So it is, it is a big difference. Are you, are you catching this? In most ideologies, you will always climb to something. But when you come to Jesus, he comes to you. And it doesn't start with the outside. He will deal with your inside. He will start to look at where are you broken? Who have you not forgive? Why are you hurt in your life? So he will, the message of Jesus will first of all start with the deepest of you. To heal that part. That's why it is impossible to, to fake being in front in the presence of God. Because no matter how much I dress up, which I try today, have you seen? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> No matter how, I, how much I dress up, when I come into the presence of God, where we all experience in this room, because it's not about me or the musicians or the light in here. When we come all together, we come here searching for the presence of God. And when you, when you experience that and you close your eyes, no matter your background, Muslim, Hindu, whatever you call yourself, when you come into that presence, there is something that happens in you. And it is about not your makeup, not your hairstyle, not how do you look. It is deep inside of you. Something happens in here. So he, conf he confront, Jesus confront the we and them. He confronted, it is we. The Bible, uh, uh, blind Pharisees, yeah, but I continue here. Uh, they are easily offended. The funny thing with being a Pharisee, being in the Pharisee club, or having a Pharisee attitude, or being we and them, is that we are easily offended. I mean, I don't like when Real Madrid wins against Barcelona. I just say it like this, you know. It's just like it offends my, my, <laughs> my feelings. <laughs> but it, it is funny when, when you are very, when you believe in something so strong, in a political term, in ideology, whatever you call it, it, it and somebody speaks against that, it offends. The funny thing is that when you have met Jesus, you can't be offended. Because you know that what conquers, the, the message of Jesus conquers with love and forgiveness. It's not about, you know, I, 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 met, I, I met all around the world. I met Muslim friends and brothers and sisters, Buddhists. And they get very angry at me sometimes. How can you say God have a son? And I cannot meet that with offense or I just meet it with love. I say, brother, what can I say? Jesus died for you as he died for me. Are you catching this? It's not we and them. It can never be. No matter where I go, no matter how much you want to confront my Jesus, no matter how much you want to confront my belief, I can't meet it differently than Jesus died for you too. 
and he and he he don't want to fix your hairstyle and your apartment he want to fix the broken part of you in your heart that's nice of you thank you <laughs> but this is good i'm telling you the Bible says also that they, they could not see the need. Uh, the Pharisees saw, saw this, it says in the Bible. And they asked, uh, ask why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus was invited to Matthew's house. Matthew is one of the writers in the, New, in the New Testament. And he was a tax collector at that time. And Jesus was invited to his house. Jesus sitting eating with them. And this is tax collectors. And this is, this is sinners according to that time. For them, they, uh, they could never sit with persons who uh, deal with the criminals. They could never sit, a Pharisee could never sit with, a, with somebody who was a prostitute. They could never sit with someone who, uh, who were fighting uh, uh, addiction or were fighting poverty. They could not sit with people like that because they saw themselves better. Oh, we cannot sit with those people. But when Jesus came, he sat with all of them. The Pharisees, the Pharisee club, the Pharisee attitude, the we and them mentality, they always think like, I cannot be with those people. Those people are not like me. Those people doesn't belong to my club. But Jesus, he was showing something there because Jesus says, I have not come for the one who are healed. I have come for the one who are sick, who are broken. I'm come for the ones who need a doctor. Are you here? And church is not a place, my friend, for perfect people. When you look around, you don't see perfect people around you. We are all coming to Jesus because we came with a little broken piece. And we say, Jesus, can you heal this piece? And Jesus says, I can forgive. I can give a second chance. That's the only reason. Listen, my friend, we are surrounded with all, all different people and nationalities. When we come all together, we, it's not we and them. It's not where you come from. It's not the color of your skin. It's not your economy account, how much you own money, how much, how much you educate yourself. When we come all together, we are all equal in Jesus' eyes. He died for all of us equal the same. You can never become we and them in Jesus. In Jesus, we only can become as one. I love Jesus. I love Jesus because he did all the wrongs <laughs> according to the Pharisee mindset. He did all the things that we're supposed not to do. He did that he crossed over limits. He crossed over borders. He crossed over cultural differences. He crossed over all that and he stretched his hand. When the Pharisees who had invited him saw, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would know who is touching him, what kind of woman she is, that she is a sinner. And the story says that a Pharisee had invited Jesus home. And into the house, a sinner woman comes in, which means that maybe she was in a certain way prostituting or having an affair, who knows, that the Bible really doesn't say what she, it was. But she came in into the house where Jesus was. And, and, the, and the story said that she took the best 
uh, oil, perfume that she had saved to the, her wedding night. And she put it on Jesus' feet and, and, and started to wash Jesus' feet and start to clean. And that, that was an ex expression of, please forgive me. Please give me a second chance. When this woman does this, Jesus turned to her and, 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 and forgave her. But the Pharisee says, hey, don't you know? Who is touching your feet? You should actually rebuke her and tell her to go away. Religions, religious mind will always, will always have a charisma of rebuke them. Tell them to go. They are not part of us. You with me? But when you come to Jesus, my friend, as how you are, and maybe you came in here today in your heart and your soul, like, the, that, like this broken woman, please, God, give me a second chance. Is it at any place at your house for me? Can I be accepted? You don't know. Nobody knows in here who am I, Walter. Nobody understands. I'm here just as visiting for the first time. No matter who you are, my friend, when you come to Jesus like that, he forgive you. And he doesn't rebuke you. He doesn't even look at your clothes, at your background, where you came from, or what you did. Are you here? Yes. I, love, I love this time. I wish that we could have lived, experienced at least the first 200 years of Christianity. And what we try to do here today is that we still want to keep those time alive. We don't want to become we and don't. We don't want to become a religious uh, uh, party club. We want to find God, not religion. They could not recognize the spirit. The Bible says Jesus was setting people free, healing people with his power. And you said, that's weird. Can you heal people? My friend, a hug can heal people's heart. Are you here? Uh, a conversation can heal your, your soul. Just somebody looking at you can change everything. You know what I'm talking about? You can walk the whole day thinking, oh, you know, I'm depressed. I'm fighting a disease. I'm fighting everything. Everything is against me. And then somebody just take the time to speak with you, be with you, hug you, love on you. And you go from there feeling like, woohoo! Wow! That changed me. I believe in miracles, my friend. I believe things are possible. And I believe Jesus healed the sick, as the Bible says. Set people free from demonic power and strength. I mean, we hear it all the time in our country today when people are killing and shooting each other. And you ask these kids, why do you do what you do? I don't know. I was hearing voices. I was hearing things. And, and we tried to medicate them. But I still believe that if love conquers, we can change a society which is fighting today drug addiction and darkness. So the, the Bible says that the Pharisee didn't believe that. He said, no, 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 no. He's using some evil power against evil. You can't win evil against evil. You can only win against evil through love. They criticize others. Oh, yes. When you are, when you are in a, in a, in a Pharisee, Pharisee club, if you have a Pharisee attitude, oh, we love to criticize. 
And the Bible is full of it. If you have not read the Bible, you read about the Pharisees. I don't know what they were doing. They, they must have been like just like going into the old Instagram account during that time. They were not, okay? I'm just kidding. But if they were today, they will be like, oh, look at what he's doing. Oh, have you seen this? Oh, wow. Oh, you know. oh she's doing that. Oh, she put some makeup now. You know, they were all criticizing all the time. You know, going to, you know what I mean? criticizing. The Bible said that when the Pharisees saw that the disciples have eat, this was a Sabbath day, and they went and eat something, he, they went to Jesus. This is really, you know, this, this type of people that like, you know, to find wheat. <laughs> Sorry, English people. Wheat doesn't mean that. It's not a strong word in Swedish, but I know it is in English. It's like trying to find dirt. It's a nicer word. <laughs> you know, like really try to find where is the wrong, where is, where is, you know, let me just find what's wrong with you. Let me just find. They, they cannot just be pleased like you are a good person. No, they try to find something to criticize. And when we are, when we are thinking we and don't, we become like the Pharisee club. Uh, what do you really, really, really want? Are you here? What do you, what, what, he said like, look, your disciples are doing what is unlawful on Sabbath. And Jesus just, I'm, uh, Jesus must be so tired of that. I, I'm thinking Jesus is in heaven right now and look at, you know, of all the different religions and all different ideologies and all like we and them. He was like, can you please just give up? You know, just relax, you know, because it's, it, it is not your clothes. That make you come to God. It's not, it's not your, your nice words that make you come to God. It's not your nice prayers that make you make to God. You know what make us come to God? It's our brokenness. It's when we come to him and say, this is, this is it. There is a story in the Bible where the Pharisee was praying to God. I need to end. And I have so many more Bible texts here. But I would just need to land. Is that okay? Because it's one, mi minus one minute and 40. <laughs> it's like so typical me, you know. It's like, ah, I tried. I tried. But next time I will make it. <laughs> so a Pharisee is praying. Say, he's saying, thank you, God, that I am not like Douglas. <laughs> oh, thank you. A Pharisee was praying like that, you know. Thank you, I'm not like, the, like Dom. Thank you, I'm not like that tax collector. Thank you. It's, it's a Bible text, actually. I love Douglas. He knows that I love it. Just use him as an example. But he was praying, at least I am not like, like him. At least I'm not like her. At least I'm not doing that. I know you never think like this. I know you never think like this. This is just like the Pharisee way back in time, okay? It's not you he's talking about. Don't feel offended right now, okay? It's like, I see some faces here, you know, like. Oh, my God. <laughs> he said, at least I am not like Walter, you know. At least I'm not like him, you know, his beer and stuff. His perfume and my, my sons la uh, laugh at me because he said, I'm using like all the type of oil that can exist in this world. <laughs> Creams and everything. I have more oils than my wife has, you know. <laughs> I'm not like dumb. 
And on the other side, the tax collector, he was saying, forgive me. Oh, look at me. At least give me one chance, God. Have you seen me? And the Bible says that Jesus said that that guy went home more righteous than the other one. So if you want to understand what makes us come to God, it is when we come with our brokenness to him. Not with our facade. Not with our, you know, but we come to him as we are. And when your inside is healed, then the outside gets well. The Bible says, and I will I really need to end now. Please tell me, end now. And don't, don't text Christopher again. You know, like he's still speaking. I don't know. I, <laughs> Pastor Christopher is preaching right now. I've been, don't, 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 don't disturb him. <laughs> but uh, the lamp of the man is in his sight. It is in, his, in the eyes where you can see if somebody's good or bad. How do you feel? You cannot fake through your eyes how you are. That's what the Bible says that look at Jesus, the perfecter of your faith. Because when you lift your eyes, he sees you. Yes. And when you see the light, my friend, there is a healing power. That go through you. I will end. So we, I will need the musicians to help me. Just not. You hear my voice in here. Up in here. But can we please stand up together. <clears throat> time goes so fast. If time was made by Latino. They will go slower. <laughs> we, don't, we don't follow time. Time follow us. But at this moment, right now, time stands still, okay? No time rush now. Let us just be in the presence of God. Because right now, I'm not, I'm not pumping you up, but I know one way to come to him. And I did that when I was 17 years old, still fighting. I was still fighting drug addiction. I'm a, I was still a, a broken kid. Try to find what was real in life. And I hate religion. I hate everything that have to do with religion. I didn't want to visit the church because of that. But on that night, I, the 23rd of April, I think was 97. I asked God, if you are for real, if you are for real, forgive me all the dirt all skit som jag har gjort förlåt mig and when I say that with my brokenness I felt the presence of God filling that room and what's going to happen at this moment is that we all will come to him we all will come to him with our pieces in our hands and say God this is it and we will meet God together forget religion huh let's find god thank you for listening to this message be sure to subscribe to our channel on spotify or apple podcasts curious to know more about our church check out our website soschurch.se have a great day